The following podcast is a Dear Media production. No makeup what acknowledges. <laughs> no, Not I'm from home today. I'm on baby duty. I've got a seven month old daughter. So Aww. someone's got to watch her. But she's perfect and she doesn't actually need anybody to watch her. Like, <laughs> and I where is she now? Leave her. She's literally napping right now. So pray Aww. she stays napping. <laughs> Praying. But um, um, I think I'm, that'd be a nice spinoff if you just brought the baby like... She, she'd be a great cameo. She's got her Zoom outfit on, the sweatpants with the... With the fancy it. shirt. It's so funny. Do you remember uh, Aurora when we first started? It was like full glam, hair full done. Glam. Now we're like, suit, and now we're like, what sweats are you wearing today? I know. I it's mean, I, I for just, a reason, you know. I just want to say, like, I started following you. I would say three years ago. This was when you were kind of starting to grow. You were probably like the like a hundred to hundred twenty thousand, which is still an amazing following. But I was part of that small following. So this oh. for me is kind of a pinch me moment. You're one I of have the to say. I'm an OG Thank follower. Because oh my I'm, God, I love that. Yeah, I'm kind of like not old, but we're 34. And it takes me a lot to like, I don't watch as much Housewives I used to, Bachelor, all the things. Like I go to your page for the inside scoop. I'm like, Jonathan Chalamet, Chalamet. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Jonathan, Jonathan, yeah. Timothy. Exactly. Exactly my point. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, even I know that, Kristen. Okay, and I'm well, bad. You know, this okay, is going to well, be funny. Point, point proven. So let me give you a quick intro, guys who are listening. We have Amanda Hirsch on today. She is the host of Not Skinny, But Not Fat. She brings a refreshing and candid approach to pop culture, celebrity gossip, and reality TV recaps. Her self-deprecating humor, honesty, and relatability create an engaging podcast that hooks listeners and keeps them coming back for more, me being one of them. Amanda's fearlessness is in expressing her opinions and keeping it real adds an authentic touch, making her a relatable and enjoyable host for those who appreciate straightforward and unfiltered content. If you're a fan of pop culture and enjoy a host who isn't afraid to speak her mind, it sounds like not skinny, but not fat might be your new go-to podcast. So thank you, Amanda, for being here today. Thank you. Did I write part of that? Like is part um, of that my bio or I, something? No, I think I went to your website and then I combined okay. it with chat GPT. Oh my God. <laughs> are you using that now? I need to start Hell doing yeah. that. I literally took this and I was like, make it barely filtered. And it just plugged it. For it's me. like, oh my God. Wow. It's an amazing wow. tool. It really I've never is. used it. Oh my God. I've it is hysterical. It. We used it at my sister's bachelor. We were like having fun. We were like, okay, I'm a horny Mexican immigrant who's like mad at her. Like you can put like exactly who this person is. And then like they're applying for a job or they're, they like want to like, it's for their spray tan business. And then it'd be like, or, or they'll say something and I'm like, okay, but like make it funnier or make it as if Amanda Hirsch was saying it. And they'll, or they'll make it as it if as the if... person is a little jealous or something. Yes. <laughs> they it's, know, like, it's an amazing, and so it's great funny. for interviewing. You can learn That's so much in like five say, seconds. Like, I think, I think, oh, you mean interviewing someone? You can look yes. things up so, about them? That you literally, I'll type in, I'm interviewing X, Timothy Chalamet. And I'm like, what questions would Joe Rogan ask him? And in his voice, It'll tell you what his point of view and how he would create the interview. It's an amazing tool. Oh my god, humans Wait, that's just fucked up. That's fucked up, though. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked saves up. a lot of time. <laughs> I feel like uh, I would use it for like if I worked in an office. You know, I'd yeah. use it for like oh, totally. writing emails and like staff 
events you know well, i feel like it's <laughs> good for that kind yeah of stuff. or like cheating in totally. high school like if i if we right. had this when we were in like a, if i was a student oh my god no yeah that's what it's I was gonna like, get regulated I feel like in this profession like you want to be creative mm-hmm. you know and not use chat gbt no offense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And well, not that's do that funny. what you did yeah um, i know seriously but when <laughs> we were preparing aside from the introduction i was like and hopefully this doesn't bite me in the ass at the end. But I was like, I'm just going to wing this one. You know, you sometimes you prepare, but this one, I'm like, I feel like I know you. And I think you do such a good job at that with like your, you know, hashtag small following, which I think is hilarious. You yeah. do such a good job at just keeping it real from motherhood to celebrity gossip. Like, I, I just want to applaud you, you for that. That's hard to do in this day and age, honestly. Well, I want to know yeah. how you got your start, because obviously we have a lot of listeners who are interested in, you know, becoming... I don't know. What do we call it? Are you, I would consider you, I know you're not an influencer. You're not a content creator. Internet, internet personality. You're an internet sensation. Yeah, I love that. How do you become an internet <laughs> sensation? Um, You know, I, I say this, I say this because I think it's like important. First of all, like I've wanted to be like in this industry my whole life in the most like pathetic, desperate, <laughs> thirsty way. And but but I wasn't ever the like, I'm going to sleep in my car like I'm not going to college like I was the like, I'll go to college, get the degree and like take an acting class or like send in like a headshot or like. So I was always doing these things to make sure I was putting and this is before like manifesting, but that I was putting (laughs) out in the universe that like okay, I'm doing this and this is actually what I want to do. And I was always like doing weird shit. Like I was living in Israel after college and I like got into an agency and like lied to them that I went to like Juilliard. (gasps) Oh my God, that's so ballsy. I I love like of all schools too, it's Juilliard. It's like (laughs) Harvard, Juilliard, like just, you know, just Juilliard. It's like, it's a small country and sometimes (laughs) they don't know better. They were like, oh, that's nice. I'm like, mm-hmm. So graduated with acting. So I got an agent and like did some stuff. So I was always like really putting myself out there to do things. But I I just knew I would work these jobs and I'd be like, I'm not like it was delusional. It was like, I'm not gonna be doing this for for long. <laughs> for long it's Even like though when I I'm wa- famous. <laughs> like when I'm famous, like literally, and I know that and I'm aware it sounds pathetic, but I think Sometimes you just know inside like you're meant to do something else, you know, Yeah. and I wasn't sure how it would express itself. And then it was actually I ended up living in Israel with my husband. And I remember telling him because I was working like odd jobs. I remember telling him, like, if I was in New York right now, like I'd be this and I'd be that whatever. And then we ended up moving back here and he was kind of like, OK, here's well. your time to shine. <laughs> yeah, like Mm, and I didn't shine. You know, we came back here. I was like, again, working just like a weird job again, feeling like I should be doing something way cooler. And actually, like my account was born in 2016. We moved here back here in 2015 when I was like depressed that I wasn't kind of finding myself and doing all the things that I thought I would do. So when I started Not Skinny But Not Fat, it was when like meme accounts were like really big and I would like see memes and they would make me smile like the fat Jewish and like all those. That's why my name is so dumb, because those were the names then, you know, oh, I, love that. I love oh, thank it. You. <laughs> so it was that kind of thing. Like no one was really going by their name at that time. If you yeah. Remember. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so it started as a meme account. And then I remember I always loved celeb gossip. Like I would be the girl in the supermarket reading the magazines, not paying for them, like obsessing <laughs> over everything. The then Us Magazine. Gossip. Yeah. Us Magazine being like, Jennifer Anderson is pregnant with triplets. You know, I'd be like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, I was just obsessed. And and by the way, then I was like embarrassed about it because I went to like a really cool, like hipster public high school in New York. All my friends cared about like politics and like were protesting. And I was like really just into celebrities. And my sister was studying like pre-med and she would make fun of me. So like, Caring about this kind of shit didn't used to be like cool. No, it was you know? it was for like the ladies at like the nail salon, the trashy magazines. Yeah. You know that's what, yeah. that's what yeah. they call them. But like, what do you think that is? Because I'm I'm not gonna lie. Like, I never really was into celebrity stuff. Like, I'm still so bad with celebrity names. And like now, since I'm kind of in, well, I'm trying to be in this world a little bit more. Like, I feel like I need to know, so I try to do my homework. But what is it that that was so intriguing about celebrities to you? Well, first of all, I think that it got like cooler because it kind of all came to a head that like everyone kind of cares about this shit. And this is the small talk you want to have at the office and you want to know who Timothy Chalamet mm-hmm. is and you want to know these details. And it used to be like, if you didn't know, you know, certain politicians, maybe that was like lame. But now it's like you don't know, you know, what event was happening last night. Mm-hmm. So I feel like. You know, don't forget Scandaval was on like CNN, you know? Oh my God. Like, this is the world we're living in. I was invested in Scandaval. What do you think about it? Well, (laughs) you and the rest of the entire universe, I think it was like overblown a little bit. I think it's interesting too, though, because it's like back then, which is not that long ago, it's like celebrities were so untouchable. Like they were, Mm -hmm. we just like put them, they were like, not people really. And and we, we couldn't relate to them at all. But now celebrities are like, I can see what she's eating for breakfast because she's posting, you know, 50 stories a day. And or you can just slide in their DMs, like, I know. which is crazy. You can literally find a boyfriend or the hookup in a, in a DM in 30 minutes. Whereas before it was like you only saw them on TV or magazines. Like that's crazy to me. Well, you- I think the really cool celebs are like the ones that aren't on social media. I yeah. always wow. think that. Like they're getting these campaigns and these huge... Because now, like, it's part of the deal. Like, I'm sure a lot of the reason why Kim Kardashian is, like, getting these, like, acting gigs now is, like, she proved that she was, you know, good at it. But I think it's also they know what that brings. And that brings an audience. And I hear that now that with actors going on auditions, they want to know how many followers you have and, like, Mm -hmm. weird shit like that. So, like, it's so cool and so elite to be an actress that doesn't (laughs) bring that to the table. You know, Jennifer Lawrence, like... Wait, Kim Kardashian is acting? Yeah, she was in American Horror Story. She did really well. And then now, like, I think two things came out, like a Hulu thing. She's getting a deal and like another Netflix something. And you've always uh, loved the Kardashians, right? Well, I think people sometimes get it. Like, I've always loved them, always watched their show and actually would like snark about them a lot. Like, you know, but they have such an amazing sense of humor. And I didn't know they were like watching me watch them (laughs) for a while. And I don't know what kind of things I was saying, thinking they weren't watching because who would ever think that they were? And and so and so, yeah, and they were I mean, they were really great to me. They gave me like, you know, interviews. And and, I know that was incredible because I, you know, not a day one, but I was I was 
part of your small following. And I remember you talking about them. And then like literally fast forward two years, you're in Courtney's house shaking a yeah. fucking salad. I saw that too. You I were know. shaking That's the salad. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. That's so sal- cool. Not only did I shake the salad, I got like the fattest salad. Like, <laughs> like I could have just gotten it for the, for the content, but I literally wanted to eat it. So I was like, Cobb salad, add, you know, I don't know what I added. I added something like a ranch. <laughs> Meanwhile, she was eating like lettuce with like olive oil a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> oh I'm God. sitting here eating this like 1,200 calorie salad dripping ranch or whatever, you know, anyway. Was that was just like a pinch me yeah. moment for you? Like I'm here in the Kardashian's house shaking salad like life yeah. is just could not I've get any it. better. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a pinch me moment when you're like driving into the gates of Calabasas and you're like, oh, wow. But at the same time, like it it feels like good and it feels like, you know, why wouldn't I? Yeah, like you always had that like kind of delusional optimism that you were talking about. Right, exactly. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, I remember when I interviewed Kim and we went to her headquarters, like her, what does she call it? Skin headquarters? Skin's headquarters, maybe? Skin's. Her like office where she does yeah. everything. I brought my sister and we pull up and we like go to the bathroom and she's like, Amanda, can you believe it? Like, can you? Believe it? And I'm like, Arielle, not the vibe. Can you believe <laughs> yeah. it? Is We're she cool. the pre-med? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, no. She's my younger sister. Okay. She's like, she's a pre-med doesn't care as much. Younger sister is like, like just loves, loves this world so much and loves being kind of part of it with me. But she was like, can you believe it? Like, can you believe we're here? Like, we're peeing, you know? And and I'm like, you need to pull it together yeah. and believe you're here, you know? Because if you go in with that and that's your energy, then, you know, then that's not the energy that I that I want to have. I kind of, I, I experienced that with my sister, my sister Olivia. I remember when she first, like, I think she won Miss Universe or something. I don't know. We were like in we were just in we think we were in Russia in like the Kremlin and it was just like some really crazy thing and I was like wow like I don't feel like this is real like do, do you feel like do you feel like an imposter and she's like no Aurora and stop it like cut that out she's like don't mess up this for me I'm faking until <laughs> well, I make that's, it <laughs> that's that delusional that's that delusional confidence like yeah. when, you know those years working up to that moment people are like you know, that's weird. Or, you know, the haters who are just like, she can't do that. There's no way. Be realistic. Get a job, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I do believe I'm here because I fucking worked my ass off to get yeah. here. Yeah. I feel you like know? I still you need a little that. bit more of that. And I feel like I need some of that today. Like I woke up today just being like, ugh, like, you know, I'm just having a blah day. So like, what else, what other kind of inspo do you have for me? <laughs> Give me well, my it is funny that you, Well, it's <laughs> funny that you say that because the, I think it was on the final episode of the Kardashians this season it was like Scott's birthday and they were celebrating him and they're all saying like how long they knew him. And Scott knows Kim from when I think he was saying her first magazine cover was like a canine magazine. Stop. Wait, like, oh my gosh. Literally, Is that a yeah. dog magazine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he was like, I was with you since the they even showed a clip of it. But they were talking about it and Kim literally said the same thing that we're saying, you know, even at her, you know, where she is. She was like, how did we get here? Like, how did I get here from like what I was doing and where I thought I was going to like here? Like, I think that you have to have a little bit of both. Obviously believe that you can do something because if you don't believe you can do it, then you can't do it. Believe you deserve something, of course. But of course, like if you don't have that, like pinch me, I can't believe it. 
How am I doing this? I feel like a good mix of both. Like there are total days where I feel like what you were saying to to Olivia, like where I'm like, you know, who even like it just me? feels like Who's things even, are going you know? so good that you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop, you yeah. know, or like someone well, to I think find that's out. A good thing too, like it's it's such a crazy industry and things change all the time, you know. So you have to be, I feel like, grateful that you're they are in it as fucking twisted as that is. Are you ready to take your skin to the next level? Introducing Potenza RF microneedling treatments by Sinoshore. Potenza microneedling stimulates your body's collagen levels to give you tighter, firmer looking skin and target unsightly blemishes for a smoother, more radiant complexion. So how does it work? The combination of ultrafine needles and radio frequency energy work together to penetrate the top layer of the skin and trigger the body's natural healing process. This kickstarts the regeneration of new collagen and elastin fibers to give you younger-looking skin. Also armed with the Fusion Tip technology, Potenza's Fusion Facial Treatments use a unique one-of-a-kind tip to drive topicals into the deeper layers of the skin where it counts, leaving you with a flawless glow. Unlike some other skin revitalization treatments, Potenza Microneedling can be performed on all skin types, anywhere in the body and any time of the year. Treatments can be performed in just 45 minutes or less and require minimal downtime, so you can get right back to your busy schedule. Make time for your skin this season, and to learn more about Potenza and its benefits, find a provider near you by visiting aestheticsbysinoshore.com. To learn more about Potenza and its benefits, and to find a provider near you, visit aestheticsbysinoshore.com. To learn more about Potenza and its benefits, and to find a provider near you, visit aestheticsbysinoshore.com. That's aestheticsbysinoshore.com. Enjoy. So today my kids both woke up with stuffy noses. It's that time of year when they're just inside in their classrooms all day and spreading germs among their little gremlin friends. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't like to put my kids up with medications because ultimately everything has a weird side effect. So I go to Cold Calm by Boron. Unlike conventional medications that mask symptoms, Cold Calm by Boron works with your body to relieve symptoms throughout every stage of a cold from onset to resolution without causing drowsiness or drug interactions. I use it myself and I can give it to my kids too. They have melt-away tablets that don't require water and are easy to take at the first sign of sneezing, runny nose, nasal congestion, minor sore throat, all the fun things. Cold Calm's family-friendly line of medications includes the melt-away tablets, and that's for ages four and up, as well as pre-measured liquid doses for the little ones as young as six months of age and older. When you feel a cold coming on, reach for Cold Calm by Boron. This non-drowsy medicine is made with pure ingredients that relieve symptoms throughout every stage of a cold. Visit boronusa.com and use code BARELYFILTERED at checkout for 20% off your purchase of any cold calm medicine. That's B-O-I-R-O-N-U-S-A.com and use code BARELYFILTERED for 20% off your purchase of any cold calm medicine. Claims are made on traditional homeopathic practice, not accepted medical evidence, not FDA evaluated. Okay, you guys, I'm so excited because I'm taking the family on our first little ski trip to Breckenridge, Colorado. And of course, I have to up my style game because I'm a California beach girl and I do not have jackets. 
do not have boots. I have nothing. So of course, I am going to Revolve. That is my go-to clothing website for all things from weddings to travel and Cabo, bikinis, you name it. But we're going to the snow. I can't wait to get these moon boots I've been dying to get forever. What I love about Revolve is one, it's going to get here quick. They have free, easy delivery in two days, and it always comes with a return label. So I can order a couple sizes, couple things, try it on and return anything I don't like. I've worked with their customer service a handful of times, and they're always so nice and so easy to work with. So it's always been my go-to. And if I'm feeling like splurging this holidays on myself, because you know what? I think I deserve it. I'll also check out their forward partner site, this is Revolve's luxury sister site featuring designers like Bottega, St. Laurent, and more. So if you want to show off all the good things this holiday season, make sure that you check out Revolve. You will not regret it. Revolve always delivers with free and fast two-day shipping and returns. So if something pops up last minute, they've got you covered. Visit revolve.com slash barely filtered to shop my favorites for all of your upcoming plans this season. That's R-E-V. O-L-V-E dot com slash B-A-R-E-L-Y-F-I-L-T-E-R-E-D. Enjoy, guys. I'm Arielle Laurie, host of the Blonde Files podcast, where every Wednesday I cover all things wellness. After nearly dying from addiction almost nine years ago, I have been on a mission to live my best, most fulfilled life. And I'm sharing everything with you from how to achieve optimal health and well-being to the best beauty tips and even cosmetic procedures. I cover it all with raw, candid conversations with the industry's top experts and inspirational guests. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Aside from mindset, what do you think has attributed to your growth in your popularity? Like what are some like tips for even us who are, you know, we're in our first season, whether it's content creation, personality, you know, whatever it is you want to do, what do you think is attributed aside from your mindset to success? I think first of all, my passion for what I do, because it's like not fake, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. if I'm interviewing someone that I'm like, you know, I kind of decide who I want to interview, obviously. So it's somebody that I like and somebody that I'm interested in. So it's all like very genuine and passionate. And also like what I like, no one's sitting with a gun to my head telling me post these stories or like, you know, watch the show or tell us what you think. Like, it's me wanting to do that kind of. So I think my passion Mm -hmm. for it, because I think a lot of people, once they were like, oh, you know, pop culture is interesting to everybody. A lot of people like are writing on that now, you know, or wanting to talk about it because it's relevant or wanting to talk about it because everyone is. And I think that like, I really fucking live for it. Like, that's what I talk about on my free in my free time to people who don't care. You know, I'll tell the spray tan lady, like, did you hear? (laughs) And she's literally like, no, what? <laughs> so that's always my go-to. Like, that's what I love to to talk about. That's what I do in my spare time. So I think, like, passion for what you're going to do. So if you're starting out because, you know, you want a certain, you know, you're like, oh, I want to, like, be an influencer and make money off selling ads, then, like, that can't be the purpose of it, mm-hmm. you know? I remember I didn't make money from doing what I do for the first four or five years, Oh, wow. And I was still working like two jobs. And I remember like always saying like what I was talking to my sister and I was saying like something good will come of it. Like 
I didn't even think a career or anything, you know, crazy. I thought like someone will see it, you know, maybe someone will offer me a job doing something cool. Maybe I'll get this opportunity. Maybe I'll meet this person. Like I was just like believing that if I keep, you know, utilizing my passion and doing what I love to do anyway, that I felt was like a fun hobby anyway, that something good will come from it. Never did I think like this, you know, but I really do think it has to come from from within. I love that you also didn't have like, I think people are always like, you need to have a firm goal. You need to have like a timeline, but almost just like following your passion, like you said, but also leaving the possibilities open. So you're not, so you don't feel like if it doesn't turn out exactly how, if it doesn't seem like it's going in the direction that like you had planned. I think that's when people Mm -hmm. cop out early, you know, and they quit. And I, and not to be like, I'll live, laugh, love, but it could turn out so much better than you ever, <laughs> ever imagined, you know? <laughs> yeah, to me, I swear yeah. at the time when I moved here and like I told you guys, I was telling my husband that I'm going to be a big deal. I was applying <laughs> to like all these like BuzzFeed and Elite Daily to like write for them, you know, do listicles, whatever. And I wasn't even getting interviews at these places. So to me, when I started my Instagram, it was like a year in, two years in, had a few followers, was writing a lot. I was like, okay, surely this is now part of my resume. And, you know, who wouldn't want to hire me to like write for them? So I was really at that point, it was open. I mean, I started as memes. And then what kind of happened was like, I was like, let me see if they care about like the stuff that I care about. So then I started kind of posting about that. And when I saw that they do, I was like, oh my God, I didn't know that you guys cared about the celeb stuff like I do. And then I started sharing about celeb stuff. So it became kind of like, it is kind of a shit storm what's happening, you know, if you follow me, you know, because it's Mm -hmm. like celeb stuff, my life, you know, and my podcast was just a huge part of what I do, but obviously also has to do with like pop culture and and stuff like that. But um, it's pretty all over the place. Yeah, I feel like I'm <laughs> I'm like a micro version of you because it's like, yeah, I'll do a little, some ads. I have my podcast, but it's like if there's something in the world that's happening, like I will, I cannot keep my mouth shut. And like, I always feel like I pay the price for it's not that I pay the price, but it's like you know, if you're not willing to take the backlash, then don't put your opinions out there. But I do want to kind of pivot to that a little bit because I know that you've been yeah. that you are is you're part Israeli, right? Yeah. And you lived in Israel. I lived in Israel like I think it like adds up to half of my life. I lived oh, wow. there when I was oh, wow. from seven to 14 and then from 22 to 27. So it's like I love how I think I'm so young. Half of my life. Yeah. Well, seven Are your plus parents five is 12. So if I was 24, <laughs> it would be half of my life. My mom <laughs> is like, my mom is full Israeli. So like she has an accent still and everything. She was born and raised there. And my dad's American. So I'm like halvesies. But it's totally like my second, my second home. Like my husband's full Israeli. Don't you all live in the same building? Well, like we used my sister and mom. My little sister moved three blocks away, though. It's still really close. And my mom lives in my building. And yeah, we're all like crazy close. Everyone's married to an Israeli somehow. It just like happened. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I'm very open about it, obviously. And when I go to Israel, I share about it. And there's Hebrew in the background. But I think that like sometimes, yeah, it does feel like it's a double life that I live because like on Instagram, obviously, I'm my American self. But then and I think people who are bilingual like can get me on this like you're a completely different person in a different language, Mm. you know? So if I'm, when I'm like 
in English, I'm like this ditzy, basic bitch, whatever. In Hebrew, I sound completely different. I did an interview when I was in Israel because when I go, they think I'm a big deal, which is nice. Oh, my God. Um, Good for you. (laughs) Yeah. They're like the Israeli that made it. I'm like, okay. (laughs) So... And I, I did an interview there, like all in Hebrew, and I heard, and I'm like, damn, I sound way cooler. And he, I sound like I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I joy. haven't even heard it, and I'm just gonna say, I think so too, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I sound so cool and chill, and like, I'm like, just smoking a joint. And then in English, I'm like, say you guys. Wait, say something. Um, we need to really put this to the test. Say, like, I don't know, okay. say something in, in Hebrew right now for us. Okay. Oh, way cooler. You should stick with way cooler. Yeah, Yeah, do that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That's like, it's kind of sexual. Like it's, it's sexy and cool. Like you said, you're way cooler. You're smoking a cig. Yeah. For sure. For sure. That's that's amazing. Well, cause on that note, like I am away from all that. Cause I see you post all this stuff with Palestine and Israel, everything going on. And as someone who isn't as invested or un- fully understands, we'll say what's happening, what would you say to someone like me and how we can help or share the message of what's going on? Like, I want to help you help them. What can I do or say? Well, I think that it's like, I don't think that every single person in the world needs to get involved or, you know, I wouldn't want to feel the pressure of commenting on everything that happens in the world. And I don't. And usually, by the way, I'm removed from it because I am like, I'm discussing pop culture. I keep it light. I keep it fun. Mm -hmm. But I think when something is so close to your heart, you can't help but talk about it. And for me to like, you know, people come up to me on the street now and, and instead of just saying hi, it's like they say thank you to me, like for speaking out for, you know, Jewish people and for the people in Israel. So for me, it feels like I don't feel like everybody has to. I feel like I have to because I have a platform and I see what's happening in the world. And I, you know, know what's happening there because I, unlike a lot of other people, have family there and have friends there and know what they're going through. But listen, I know that it's difficult for celebrities to be in this position where they're forced to comment. I think some celebrities I'll give grace to other celebrities, you know, obviously their responses have pissed me off. But a lot of people will think that like, I'll write certain celebrities off because they're, you know, anti-Israel. But first of all, this is like my job. Like, I'm not going to not talk about somebody. Obviously, like there are certain people that I, you know, if if it's like super anti-Semitic, then then yes. But it's not like if somebody's not pro-Israel, like I'm done with them. That's really mm-hmm. not my vibe. I feel like it's my duty and I feel strongly about speaking about it. And when you, you know, when you feel strongly about something like it doesn't matter, I don't care to lose followers. I don't care if people are mad at me, but I also hope that I'm doing it in a way where, you know, I, it's not hurting anybody else, you know? And I, yeah. and I completely also understand the other side, right? And a lot of people that want to have conversations that aren't just like attacking me will say like, you know, why aren't you talking about the other side? And I will say to them in conversation, of course, there's a whole other side to this. I'm choosing to focus my energy and my platform on, you know, my people that I feel need to, their voice needs to be amplified because I'm not seeing that as much, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm choosing to focus on. But I, but I, you know, it's a hard thing to navigate, not only like talking about politics, but 
I mean, talking about war and talking, yeah. I mean, who thought that, like, what? Talking about war and talking about people dying and talking about terrorists? Like, who thinks you're going to even go there? Especially, like, what I love to talk about is not any of that stuff. But again, when it hits close to home, then you kind of feel like you really have to show up. I know. Shit I like just got, s- like, so real. I know. I mean, I like, know. What I know were we I'm talking sorry. about before October yeah, 7th? Really don't have to. No, I mean no, like in but, the world. In in, but in I, res- just like I respect it. I respect it because it is hard to have a voice no matter where you stand on any issue. And we, especially nowadays in age, people, the trolls are like insane and mean, especially if your mom and the shit they'll say and come for you after. But like, like you said, if it's the ones that are willing to have a conversation, I'm all about. But the ones who are mean, yeah. I'm like, bye. <laughs> Yeah, if you're just going to like be mean, then you can see yourself out. But if you're yeah. into having a conversation where you just feel differently, like I'm not going to like, you know, block you or hate you. But to be honest, like it, like it sounds funny, but like it feels like people would come more for me about like something I said about Taylor Swift. Than oh, about well, this. the Swifties. You Never, don't mess with the Swifties. <laughs> we have learned. Wait, to not come wait, for can Taylor I just Swift. tell you guys if we can... Um, move on from this yes. from the war for a second <laughs> yeah, yeah. literally before we started <laughs> I was um, really trying to get through the Taylor Swift um, person of the year yeah. time magazine so I was trying to read it I'm like reading it this is very long and I um, you know screenshot that's what I usually do I'll like I'll screenshot the like important parts and I'll post them so people can read like the highlights and obviously like she talked about Travis, which is a huge deal. And she talked about Kim and Kanye, which is a huge deal. Aside Mm -hmm. from that, she obviously talked about her career and blah, 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 blah. I posted what she said about Travis because that's like the most like interesting right now, you know. Mm -hmm. And the way the Swifties will fucking jump up. I'm like, what did I? What did they say? Like, that's. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was literally you guys. (laughs) I feel like that's what it sounds like, too. No, I t- was talking to myself on the street. Construction people were looking at me. Here I responded to a few of them because they made me so angry. After reading the entire article, that's what you chose to lead with? <laughs> you sound like him. <laughs> I was like, yes, breathe, Carrie. I did the same thing about <laughs> breathe. <laughs> I literally can with these people. And then there's one that wrote, More importantly, she spoke about her career evolution over the past 20 years and how she's finally feeling like she made it. So I said, finally, she finally (laughs) made it. Yeah, it's like, okay, (laughs) Taylor. And then you've got like 15 Grammys. You've made it. (laughs) Amongst many other important topics. So I said, get them tattooed on you. (laughs) Because here's the thing. They need to calm down. They need to listen to Taylor's song, Calm Down, and calm down down they give me high blood pressure they make me i want to say this to them like i don't hate her i hate you yes like i think yes. you're awful she was my I number agree. two on fucking spotify i listened to her songs mm-hmm. you're awful and but she created them she created these fuckers that think she's like poor little taylor yeah and they need to defend her everything and she doesn't need defending she's really okay she's doing Inga. fine and it's pathetic and it's crazy. And the world really ruins things. They're ruining Taylor Swift. They ruined the Barbie movie and they just they ruined did. everything. They ruined Barbie. Well, it's these grown ass adults dressing in sequins and boots trying to look like her. I'm like, ma'am, like, where are your children? <laughs> like, they need to be picked up. <laughs> it's like, who did the casting? Okay, we need to know. Yeah. 
I just love that you said that because I feel the same way because I actually love Taylor Swift. It's the Swifties that I'm, I can't, I'm not ever going to claim myself as one of them. I don't think they're our age though. And Taylor Swift is, they are, they're 89. I think they're Jen. Oh, they're not like Sophie's age. Like Jen, what what Jen? No, they're all, it's like from age seven to like 40. (laughs) Oh, okay. They are. For some reason, I thought they were like in their twenties. Like you don't mature out of that when you think that a celebrity is your best friend. You You would really hope. You would really hope that you mature out of it. And also that you, the fact that she has created this army that thinks she's needs their defenses, like it's Mm -hmm. just wild. No, it's really her fans. That's what I'm saying. They're so scary. And and, and it's just, I can't, I can't believe that it's like, you can't post something about her oh my god i said that she has like bad style ones oh my god it really oh no up. yeah well what I did mean, they say she can't afford a stylist <laughs> listen a lot of people were like you know what i'm a swifty and i agree like <laughs> oh. i feel like they were able but a lot of swifties were like that's her appeal she's relatable <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know i was like you know what that's true she's not like a Haley bieber you yeah. know, fashion icon, streetwear goddess. She does dress a little like wet sealy. And yeah, maybe that makes her <laughs> relatable. That makes her relatable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sure. she wouldn't I be able it. to play like a victim if she dresses like super. On exactly. Point. She plays the princess. I kind of feel bad so for her. well. Have you seen the show The Summer I Turned Pretty? Yeah. Ugh, belly. I feel. I feel like that is Taylor Swift. Like everything is happening to her. She's the victim, kind of like a Chriselle, like in Sunset. Like, oh you know, God, always she really... is a belly. Yes. Oh and I'm like, God. it's such like a victim, but also like romantic. Like everything. I feel like her life is literally, she looks yeah. at it like a movie. Like very vulnerable. And, like, and the fact that her voice is like mediocre is like, it's yeah. so on par with that because it's like, you want to root for her because like you want, yeah. you know, someone's about to say she doesn't have a good voice. So you're like on the defense already, just in case. I, I just <laughs> said that yesterday because I was like, she's not the best singer, but she is a fantastic songwriter. Oh yeah, for like, sure. Like she does she something. In the work. To, yeah, but yeah. it's so true about Belly. Like she, I remember I was I so annoyed with show. Belly. I'm like, she's making Conrad's, like their, the the death of their mother about her. Like, what a <laughs> yes. little fucking bitch. I hated her. And then I was like, I guess she's a good actress because she's really pissing me the fuck off as a 16 year old twat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that show Okay, so I've talked about these guys before and they continue to blow my mind. I've been using the serum. Actually, Kristen slept over last night and she was like, whoa, you really like this stuff because I'm already like halfway through with it. But Delavie Skincare, they are the best. So Delavie Sciences brings you skincare that's backed by science. It's clinically tested, scientifically proven and dermatologist approved. They have this thing called Ionia Age Defying Skincare. So That comes with um, an eye refresh serum. And then they also have an age defying serum. The one that I've been really loving lately is the age defying serum. I've noticed that if I use it in the morning and I use it at night, the fine lines, the wrinkles, just the plumpness of my overall skin looks so much better. And I love their bottle, actually, because when you close it, it sucks in just the amount that you need. So when you open it, you can press the top and it'll give you a little pre-measured amount so that you're not like using too much or blowing through your skincare too quickly, which I love because you're maximizing what you're paying for. These guys are currently available online and you can find them at DelaVSkincare.com. 
Currently available products include their hydrating eye cream and restorative serum, the Eonia Age Defying Serum, and Eonia Eye Refresh. Visit DelaVSciences.com and use code BARELYFILTERED for 20% off your purchase. That's D-E-L-A-V-I-E Sciences.com and code BARELYFILTERED for 20% off your purchase. Okay, guys, I'm officially three kids in and my hair could use a little bit of help. I've worn extensions in the past to make up for the bald spots, the thinning, all the fun stuff that comes with motherhood and aging. But now I've really found something that is working for me and that I love. You've heard me talk about my hair on social media and how it's transformed thanks to Vegamore. Never thought I could see these kinds of results with a product made with clean ingredients. And what's great is right now, Vegamore is having one of the biggest sales of the year. So I am stocking up on all of my favorites. So funny, I was at Aurora's house last night and I asked to borrow some shampoo and conditioner to wash my hair. And she also had this cute little bottle of Vegamore. So with Vegamore, I'm able to have visibly thicker, fuller, shinier, longer hair without all of the harsh ingredients, which you know is something I'm trying to move towards. Every cute pink bottle of Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. I personally love the grow kit that has the revitalizing shampoo and conditioner. I especially love the conditioner. I feel it's like my hair is silky and smooth and it smells really delicious. But of course, the key is consistency in your routine for your most beautiful, healthy looking hair. I use Vegamore Grow Hair Serum daily as well on my hair and scalp. The moms know we need help there and it's totally helping me. So for a limited time, go to vegamore.com slash barely filtered and use code barely filtered at checkout to get in on Vega Moore's biggest sale of the year this holiday season. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash barely filtered. Code barely filtered to get the best deals on Vega Moore's line of products. Vegamore.com slash barely filtered code barely filtered. Unwrap the first of many presents this season with Holiday on the House from DraftKings Casino. With hundreds of games, prizes, and promos, DraftKings Casinos has everything on your list. Right now, players who play $5 get $100 instantly in casino credits. What are you waiting for? Cozy up with all the classics like slots, blackjack, and roulette. Or play exclusive games you'll only find at DraftKings Casino to feel the holiday cheer all season long. Download DraftKings Casino app now and sign up with promo code BARELYFILTERED and play $5 to get $100 in casino credits. That's promo code BARELYFILTERED, only at DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. 21 and older. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. One per opted-in new customer. $5 wager required. Max $100 in casino credit awarded, which require one-time playthrough within seven days. Terms at casino.draftking.com slash holiday on the house. That's casino.draftking.com slash holidays on the house. Restrictions apply. Who's been like your favorite guest so far and who is like your dream guest? 
Oh my God, I have so many dream guests. Like literally so many dream guests. Who's been my favorite guest? I don't know. It's really a hard one. Or it's someone really you had a good one. time with? I have a good time. Actually, I was just saying this because I interviewed like a reality star today. And I have to say, like, as much as I love interviewing like celebrities and stuff, like interviewing reality people is the most fun because you just get to talk about the drama that's happening in the show. So it's more of like a gossip session. So I love that. Like, I I love those interviews where I'm like, but didn't annoy you when she said that thing? And like, it just makes it like, and they're so willing to talk about it because basically that's what they do. And they know, you know what I mean? It's their job. It's not like they're like, ask me about my, you know, even though Luann would be like, ask me about my cabaret, but like a a different. Yeah. No, I actually had her on my podcast once. I had her on my podcast once and like 20 minutes in, she was like, so when are we um, discussing my cabaret? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you're so Luann. Like, she's this so is Luann. Luann. Like, that's how she is in real life. I feel like she's just smoking a cig after breakfast, you know, like, yeah. I don't know. It's entertaining. And she's like, ask me about my cabaret. Like, she really <laughs> is about, you know, she's like the Luann she's about show. that life. She's about that life. Yeah. Who, what would you say has been like one of the most surprising moments or like pleasantly surprised or you learned something like, wow, I did not know that. Like an interesting guest. You know, sometimes I'll, it started happening in this industry of podcasting where you get kind of like, I started getting a lot of guest pitches. So sometimes Mm -hmm. I won't know the person, but I'll obviously like not personally be obsessed because if I'm personally obsessed then I'll try to make it happen. But a lot of times they come to me and they're like, great. And I know them and I'm excited. And a lot of times it's like, oh, I don't know them, but I'll look them up and I'll be like, oh, you know, this is a really interesting person or they've done a lot or they crazy. Um, so actually, <laughs> yeah, so they crazy. <laughs> so I've had a lot of guests like that, that that I didn't know before that I find so interesting to like find out about them through like research before and then talking to them where I'm like, whoa, you are fascinating. So sometimes those are actually like my favorite. I had on Charlie D'Amelio pretty recently and I was just talking about it with my producer, with one of the producers that like she was so like I knew she was going to be shy because I could tell. Mm-hmm. But she made you want to like protect her. Yeah. Like you're like, she's like such a very like young, right? Like 18, 19, 20, 20 maybe. Yeah. Now? Young, very yeah. young. To be in a position very young. And so she was so honest. Like, I remember she said that when she started, people would be like, why is she even famous? Like, she has no personality. And I was like, what did you feel like when you heard that? And she's like, I agreed with them. Oh, I know. I, I want to like, hug oh, her. I she know. She needs Swifties to go on her side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. And that's the thing. Like, I think that she could use that kind of army. And I think people are really hard on her and people like her. And like, obviously, what people will look more at like how lucky she is and oh, my God, and oh, my God. Whereas like I was really able to see like, no, this is like like the same amount of how lucky and fortunate she is, is like how hard this is. For yeah. Like, no really such thing tell. as luck. Yeah. yeah. Is there ever a moment yeah. you that was awkward or you're like, oh, I shouldn't have asked that? <laughs> Yeah, actually, I had Zach Braff on that I was a huge fan of. And actually, like, he loves me, so we're good. But (laughs) I have to say that usually my vibe is, like, 
Like, I'm not trying to get a salacious headline or, like, make a guest uncomfortable. My entire vibe is, like, I want the guests to, like, feel good, have fun. And I just know that, like, from a good conversation, like, things will happen, right? So it's never my vibe. However, we were talking about his movie with, and I'm a huge fan, like, Garden State was, like, one of my favorite movies growing up. And uh, I was talking to him about his latest movie, which he did um, a good person with Florence Pugh and they were dating. So like I was really trying to like I, I was like, oh, you were dating. And then I like asked again. And then I asked again. And then I was and then and then I was like, oh, and then you were promoting the movie, but you weren't dating. So how was that? And I think at one point it was like too many questions about Florence. And he literally said to me. Okay, that that'll be the last questions about question about Florence. Oh, and I remember damn. just for me, just for me, like in that moment to then have to like continue an interview, you know. And for me, because I'm so hard on myself, I was like, "You like swallow the spit," and you're like, "Okay." And then, like <laughs> yeah. in my mind, I'm like, "Why did I do that? Like, why did I push him? And why did I make him uncomfortable?" And you have to like catch tell me like a teacher like last yeah. one. Yeah. So, but you know what? He could have delivered like a that a little bit differently. I feel like he didn't have to say. You know what, guys? Just like I feel like men. No, I think don't it was like this. I'll do an imitation. They did it. He did it like this. He was like, "Okay, last one about Florence." Okay. Oh, okay. So it wasn't okay. Like, so it's a little nicer. Yeah. yeah, a little nicer. And I know that he's. He was super cool with me. He was so appreciative of the interview. Like, he's great. Like, I know it. He just wanted to say that. And I think if it would come from a PR person, I would be more like, fuck this PR person. for sure. But because it was like Zach Brav being like, stop asking me about Florence. I just felt so bad. So did you have anxiety? (laughs) I think it was like, I know that I don't. My goal is to never put somebody in the position where they're uncomfortable. And I couldn't believe that I like did it, you know, mm-hmm. that I like know mm-hmm. that that's not my intention. But here I'm doing it where he has to like tell me to stop. You yeah. know, you got to brush up against Doesn't your boundaries sometime, though. I mean, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And I feel like interviewers, you know, do way worse. Oh, yeah. Shit. How about that one with um Barbara Walters and Britney Spears when she was just like, you're a little oh, whore, yeah. aren't you? And she's like, oh. she was like <laughs> but it scarred her forever. Like, forever. think about it. We all hate her. Oh, yeah, that was not. But oh, and what about the latest one? The latest one was, I don't know if you guys saw this, but like two days ago, there was like the variety something. There's so many events lately. Like, oh, my God. Every day there's like an event. There was like the you're variety talking to the wrong hit- people. <laughs> you don't know. We're like the wrong. variety hip makers or something. And yeah. Billie Eilish was there. And actually a reporter from Variety was basically telling her like that she came out. She was like, you came out in like this interview that you did. And Billy was like, yeah, I guess I came out. I don't know. And the reporter was like, don't worry, I'm gay. Like, save space. And Billy was like, cool. <laughs> and it was like a little awkward. But so I was awkward. like, okay, Billy seems fine with it. Yeah. And then Billy literally posted like a photo from the event and wrote, thanks, Variety, for like the for whatever award she got or whatever recognition. Oh, and also thanks for outing me on the red carpet at 11 a.m. Or something like I mean, so daggery. And I'm like, that reporter who thought she was like buddy buddy, who thought she was like, I'm gay, you're gay. Like, literally, I felt so bad for her because I'm like, she really thought they were vibing. And if you were yeah, watching the no. interview, the reporter really was like, Billy, you came out, Billy, me gay, you gay. And I'm like, she was feeling it. 
And then Billy literally outs her. Wrote that caption <sighs> like out. So I could only imagine like what that feels like, but I would also never like unless Billy was like, I'm coming out, I wouldn't be like, you came out. Like it's just like oh, I feel and like did you she don't do that? Of- like where did this reporter get that information? Well, I remember reading the article where Billy was more just saying like that she always wanted to be like liked by girls and she always like felt intimidated. I don't remember feeling like she came out. Mm-hmm. I remember feeling like she was like talking more about her like identity and how she wanted to like hang out with the pretty girls, okay. but I always felt intimidated. I don't remember coming out, but maybe I missed the subtext and yeah. maybe but but it was weird. But yeah, I mean, reporters do it. And this one was accidental. It wasn't a Barbara Walters. I feel like she really thought they were having a moment. And um, so she's going to have to be straight feeling. now because the gay community is not going to accept her back in. <laughs> they did. And also <laughs> they disappointed her, the gay community. Yeah. I want to switch over to your family because I love how you share being a mom. I love your son. I think he's so adorable and he's growing up. Like I remember when he was like a one-year-old and now he's like tall. And so talk to me about your husband, the husband. How does he feel with like, he's so, I love that. How does he feel with like his kind of character in this show, you know, and you know, your growth. He's so supportive. Honestly, he's couldn't be more, has no ounce of like, you know, a lot of people ask that question, which makes me think that, people have had partners who aren't happy for their success, you know? When I turned from like teacher, I was like a kindergarten teacher to an influencer. My ex was like, I'm not marrying an influencer. (laughs) Now now divorced. Yeah. Yeah, Is that why you broke up? It was one of the reasons. He just like, he didn't, he, he wanted a wife that was like a teacher. He didn't want a wife that was in this world. No, he loves it. He loves it more than like, he loves (laughs) it. He loves like, he he loves watching me like he barely wants to come with me to anywhere, which is like on one hand, it's nice because it's like you don't feel like you need to have your husband there all the time and, you know, introduce him all the time. He's like the opposite. He's like, if I come with you, like, let me stand on the side. Don't introduce me to anything to anybody. He He likes to do his own thing, but he really likes to watch. And he's really like proud of like everything. He'll notice every single person that's like cool to him that starts following me to like notice. Yeah. He's really into it. Like that's he's so very nice. much into it. Even today, like, I don't know what was happening was that there was a lot going on. He was like, you're such a boss. He was Aww. like, you're such a, he's like, you're, and I was like, that's so cute. That's so, so nice. Really How long have you guys yeah. been together for? Since 2010, literally a wow. hundred years. Yeah. That's a hundred years. And you about. met, didn't you meet in Israel? Yeah, we met in Israel. I actually came for a vacation. I had just graduated college. Like you guys know, like I'm from there. So it was like, oh, I'll go back. Friends, you're like hot guys. I'll like, you know, be a hoe, come back, start my career. <laughs> Sounds amazing. And I know. And then I met him like the second day of my what was supposed to be one month vacation. And then I kept on like delaying my ticket and ended up staying there for so five So you never years. got to be and a hoe. Wow. Le- seriously it's a huge issue yeah never got yeah. to hoe i never, never had a hoe, hoe phase either the second i turned single i found my husband so i was like <laughs> damn it is it poor never had a hoe phase. <laughs> it's a bummer but at the same time like the i wanted the hoe phase because i went to college in ithaca everyone was ugly yes and i was like <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, when you just go to a college, it just, and I mean, it's upstate there. New York. Yeah, There's not out. enough sun. Yeah. Everyone's, yeah. 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 <laughs> Everyone's ugly. Yeah. And I was really desperate for some like good looking people. Like I was about to fly to Argentina. A friend was like, oh, I was in Argentina, <laughs> like hot guys. And I was like, I'm going to go. Like I was really desperate. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't like, speak Spanish. What? So it makes why, why more sense. Argentina? That's a, that's a, do you like, oh like my God. Dark men? Very hot. Oh my God. Do you guys know hottest men in the world mm-hmm. are in Argentina? The girls really? are pretty. There's well, some the, stiff the competition down base? there. Have you seen Brazilian women? I'm just like, they just wake up and they got a fat ass, small waist and like yeah. big lips. And I'm like, mm, fuck you. Yeah. They have <laughs> yeah. like the natural like lipo body. It's like exactly. how people want their body to be lipo. They're like, like face tune in real life. It's fake. So does your husband have an accent? Is he Israeli? Yeah, he's oh. like full Israeli. Yeah. That's hot though. Well, At least you got that. No, it is cute. Yeah. No, and Hanukkah cute. starts tomorrow, right? <laughs> Does it? I guess. I don't know. I think Friday, Friday no. Is Friday? It? I don't know. I don't know. Are you supposed to start soon? I aren't you? Jewish? You really don't know no when Hanukkah really starts. Cares. So is that not? I, I think don't know it's Friday. It's not a big. I mean, it's like a fun holiday. It's not like a super. It's not like one that you have like the meal. You know, like Yom Kippur okay. is really, a bigger deal than than. Hanukkah. Right, then Hanukkah. Hanukkah's on Friday, though. But doesn't your son, okay, like, where is my, like, isn't he, like, ready for his, like, first present from Hanukkah? Or no, is it not like No, thank God. That? He doesn't know about that yet. Okay. So we won't nice. tell him. Yeah, no. Yeah. Don't yeah. start that. No, but he goes it, to it, a Jewish school now, and it's so nice, because I wasn't into that before. His last year, when he was two, he went to, like, just a regular school. And this year, I sent him to a Jewish school, and it's so nice. Like, I was against it, and then now I'm like, wow, it's so nice that he gets, like, because obviously I don't know when Hanukkah is. And there <laughs> yeah. he gets like... We're like, we thought you were a real one. What are you saying? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I was actually sending my, gonna send my kids to a Jewish school too. I'm not Jewish, but like, I just love... I want to... Like, it was so I nice. The structure. I want to be Jewish. thing. So it is so nice. It's wild. Like, the American school he went to before, like, if I wanted something, I'd have to talk to like the, you know, director of the school. And here it's like, I have the teacher's, you know, number. I text with her all day. She sends me pictures. Noah comes in the morning. She tells him she loves him. It's like, yeah, they're super loving. Yes. They're super loving and warm. And that's like, that's what you can't take away from the Jews. No. Okay. I want to do some hot takes with you and your thoughts on a couple of things. So, Mm -hmm. hot takes. Ozempic. Oh, wow. You're trying to get me in trouble, aren't you? (laughs) I had hot takes about Ozempic when it first started that got me in a lot of trouble because I people didn't agree with me. And that's fine. I at first was just like, this is wild that people are like losing 100 pounds in a day and we're not talking Mm -hmm. about it, you know, and like Mm -hmm. I get that we're not talking about it. I get that we don't comment on people's bodies and I'm happy that we're there in the world, you know, but I feel like sometimes we push it the politically, the political correctness so much where now it's like somebody's obviously pregnant, but because they didn't say they're pregnant, like no one's going to say they're pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like and it's like. Okay, you know, like, and I wouldn't want anybody out. But the thing is, the line is so fine, right? I would be mad if a girl was bloated and people would be like, is she pregnant? Yeah. But I think sometimes and also as someone who's been pregnant, there is an obvious pregnancy bump. And like that, (laughs) I feel like you don't want to out them if they didn't say it. But I just yeah, some things were too touchy about, which for me, I think at the beginning with Ozempic, it's like, how are we going to see Mindy Kaling going from, you know, a size 10 to a size two in a day and pretend like she took a hike, you know? (laughs) And I've learned my lesson in that, like, okay, 
I'm not going to keep talking about it because like no one really was vibing with me. I could tell when the vibes are not vibing, you know, and like I could tell when like the majority of people are with me and I'm just not going to keep talking to like a but at first I couldn't stop thinking about it. I was like another one, another one, another one. Like everyone's on Ozempic. I think people are hesitant to like say anything bad about it because they still have it as like maybe a plan C. (laughs) Yeah, I hate these skinny bitches, but I'm like, oh, I wish I could do it. Yeah. But you know what's wild? Like skinny bitches are doing it. That's I think what's wild. For sure. Like I know of like skinny bitches that are like, oh, what if I take a hit? Like people think it's like yeah. a joint or something. Yeah, like, no, maybe my friend I'll just did take that. A- she got it from like, Brazil and took yeah. it like once a week. And it's like, you're supposed to take it more. Like she didn't take the right dose. I'm like, you're not even doing it right. But you did not need it either. I don't know. I think it's great for people. Like I have actual like friends that I know that took it and, and family actually, even in Israel, it's big there too now. Like that people that consistently struggled with weight, that consistently whatever they did couldn't lose. And you're like, okay, I'm glad that you found a solution. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, at first I was very like, it's for people that have, you know, are sick. The funniest thing is when people think I'm on it, which I'm like, thank you. Yeah. You have have to compliment (laughs) you. You look amazing. You do. I've noticed that too, but you look, no, you you do. You look very healthy and and beautiful and you got some abs. I'm like, damn girl, good for you. You it's going to have to change the name of your podcast. It's going to have to yeah. be Yes, I'm Skinny. Now I'm Skinny. <laughs> well, no, I have a weird, you know how like, some, like I just have a weird body that all of a sudden it looks like I have an ab. Just See, like there's this day line to day. happening. Day to day for yeah. me. And the angles, the lighting. And, yeah. yeah, the angles, the lighting, obviously. But it's funny when when I was talking about Ozempic and then I would like look good in a picture or look uh, thin, it would be like, be like Ozempic. And I'm like, you really think though that I would talk so much shit and then like be secretly on Ozempic? Favorite housewife of all housewives. Oh my God. I'm not a huge housewives girl. Are both of you? No. Oh, I we thought you were. You would. No, I'm not a huge housewife girl and I don't like like the OGs, like I think they're all fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. I really like the new houses of New York. I like all the Wait, girls didn't there. you have like a viral message to Bethany Frankel? Didn't you like message yeah. her when you were an intern or something? I feel like I saw that. Yeah, 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 I did. I did. It's wild. Like I see messages like that that I used to send. Like I said, desperate, pathetic, thirsty. But owning it, but owning it. But like, owning it. It was so funny. She was on my podcast and I told her about it and she was like, what did I say? And I was like, you didn't answer. <laughs> and she was like, what, yep. you wanted to work for me? And I was like, I think so. She's like, or did you want to like be famous? Because if you wanted to just be fit. And I was like, no, I think at that time. That anyway, she's so very fair. abrasive. And she <laughs> told me like, I wouldn't last if I worked for her. I was like, thank God you never answered. But <gasps> oh I actually God. got another message like that the other day. Okay, so funny story inside team. And very niche. You guys probably won't even know this person. Jason Kennedy. He used to be yes. a huge host on E!, He's like very lordy, like he like prays with the Biebers and like he's connected to everybody. Yeah. So he posted, I think they were away, all of them for like Haley Bieber's birthday or Kendall's birthday. So there was like this huge picture of all these people like Justin Bieber, Haley, Kendall. And somebody forwarded it to me and was like, look, Bad Bunny is with Kendall. And like so many times people send me things and I'm like, it's not Bad Bunny. But I accidentally wrote it to Jason. I was like, that's not bad money. And then for some reason, you can't unsend like a reply to a message. Ooh. I don't know. I couldn't. Oh. And then he an- he he like saw it and answered me, but didn't answer me about that because the message before was from like 2018 of me. Oh, I love that. Of me like being like, Jason, 
I would love to in some capacity, whatever I wrote. <laughs> and um, and it's so funny because I think part of my thing to him was like, I'd love to work at E or like whatever. And like now I have like a show with E and he was just like and he's very lordy and like positive. So yeah. he wrote to me like, did you see your above message to me? Can you believe like what happened since? I was like, oh, oh he's like, do better. Don't, don't talk like, about he's Bad a, Bunny. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he wasn't talking about Bad Bunny, yeah. but he was so sweet. I was like, yeah, Jason, I saw it. Like, it was so cute. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess I was just like sending out messages. And at the end of the day, did any of those messages help to get me where I am? No, right? But like even I the, did. It was almost like journaling for you, though. You know how like journaling, just putting it out there. Yeah. But, like even if nobody read it, like it might have helped yeah. your process. Yeah. And I felt like I was doing the thing that I told you guys I wanted to do. Like put myself mm-hmm. out there. Oh, he wrote, can we talk about your above the message in 2018? that I'm just now seeing. You're killing it. Keep going. Oh, that's awesome. That's so sweet. That's super 2018. Cool. That's how many years? Six? Five. Because uh, that's when I had my son. <laughs> my yeah. my math today. <laughs> yeah. No, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's five for sure. Um, I'm like two plus three is six. How old is yeah. your son? Um, he's three and a half. Oh, okay. I have a three and a half year old too. You do? Yeah, girl, a boy. She's a girl. Oh, girl. She's psycho. Oh, she's psycho. I she thought is. only boys were psycho. No, my boy is calm and my girl is psycho. Yeah. Well, I, she all was a my, pandemic baby. New Year's is too, <laughs> How right? How many kids do you have? Kristen, I, I, have, seven months. I have two boys. I have a seven-year-old, a five-year-old boy, and then a seven-month-old daughter. It's a oh full house. God. There's a lot of shit going on here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Nuts. Nuts. Yeah. yeah. And a kids you, have only, you have two, a boy I and a girl? A boy and a girl. Yeah. What Are you going to have more or just the one? No, I'm gonna have more. You are. Yay! You're a great. You're a great mom. You're. A, you seem Thank like the you. fun mom. I am fun, but I also like Noah. Just calm down. You know, like I oh, feel like the. Yeah. I feel like my followers maybe think that I don't want another kid just because yeah. like they would ask me so often when he was like one or one and a half or mm-hmm. and really at that point it wasn't like I was like I don't want other kids it was like not now la, la, la. No, yeah, I know. you're still you're, 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 you're doing, doing it right about you don't it. want to have another when you still have one like in diapers that was just a lot for me yeah I just I knew did. that it wasn't yeah I was like if I can for plan you. that I don't like for me I'm sure like it's so nice to be done with it and there's so many different things but for me when people would ask me when he was like now I can start thinking about it. I'm like, he's of the age where like he's independent. He's in school till a later time. He's potty trained. He's all these things that you're like, oh, I can breathe and fuck myself over. I know it's like just enough time to forget the trauma from everything before. (laughs) I I will say I've done both. I've done two under two, which is insane. But on the plus side, I was like, bam, I just banged out two kids. Right. But then I've also had a five-year gap. And now, like literally the other day, I was telling Jackson, like, okay, you can go get Nala. I'm going to finish laundry. I go in the door. He has taken her out of the crib, changed her diaper, and changed her outfit. Are you and warm- And warmed up her bottle. Wait, how Stop old is he? It. Seven? He's seven. So it's okay. nice to have. And even my five-year-old, nice who I don't have. fully trust, but like that'll, you know, that's... It's Please too- do not ask Conway to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are the five and seven, like, besties? Best friends best friends Aww, someone in this cute. house always has a boner or is putting a hole in the wall but i embrace the chaos <laughs> i can't that's a thing like i remember like before having noah like i was like i can't have a boy like i can't deal with penises like i just don't oh think it's for me yeah and yeah. even now like people think it's weird but like when i take noah to pee like 
he sits down. Like I can't handle the, my husband yells at me. He's like, he needs to stand up. And I'm like, I can't deal with my little baby. Like standing up, like I can't yeah. right now. Oh my I god! I need my to like ease into pee. it. He's peeing, and then he's talking to me and turning. He's spraying. I'm like, pay attention. <laughs> yeah. And he's always like, Mom, yeah, you, don't, you don't know how this feels, but like, you know, like if you go on a roller coaster, then like your it like makes your like your balls kind of fall. And I'm like, I don't have balls, Remy. And he, and, I, and he's like, Yeah, you wouldn't know about that. He like tries to teach me penis things, and I'm like, Oh I just no, don't know. I can't. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. We're not made for that life. No, I can't. I know. I don't okay. want to know. Some things you just um, even a mother doesn't. I know. Like, keep it to yourself, kid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. La- last can't. last couple of quick hot takes. Crocs or Uggs? I think I know your answer. Uggs. Uh, yeah. You become like an Uggs spokesperson. I love I it. You made me buy some. I just they're supposed to be here next. I week. just had a meeting with my agents and they were like, "So what brands?" And I was like, "Literally, how don't I have an Uggs partnership? Like, mm-hmm. it literally, <laughs> I do. I'm just not getting paid for it. Is the funny yeah. thing? Yeah. 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 You'll get there. Kyle and Mauricio. But now I'm like, oh, you don't watch Housewives. But I know. Yeah. Okay. What about it? (laughs) What are your thoughts? Oh, I don't know. First of all, I like him. He wears like a Star of David during Dancing with the Stars. I thought that was cute. Um, but yeah, she's totally with that Morgan Wade chick. I mean, she's totally. Are they still denying it? What? She switched teams, right? Like she's with a woman. I think she denied it still. I think I think, do you think they're waiting for the season? Like, I feel like that's what they yeah, do. Maybe we'll find so out too. on the season. I'm sure contractually. But like, come on, had, come yeah. on. You're not like hanging out with Morgan Wade. Morgan Wade is like, you know, pleasuring you probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think. yeah. She, she I love a late a in life I lesbian. I love yeah. a late in life lesbian. Do I your mean, thing, girl. Um, if not now, when, you know, never. Yeah. I bet there, I bet that's a good point though. Because I remember we had, Sheena from Vanderpump and then like literally a week before they're like I'm not allowed to do this because we have to save you know anything I'm about to say basically for next season so yeah we'll get her next season yeah <laughs> okay Britney Spears mm, love of my life but I think we mm. all need to like admit that you know it's not good no the other day it was a little much What'd she do? What'd she do the other day? She was just like naked. Not she was in her brown underwear but she was like sexy doing something on the camera it was like really porny yeah it was really yeah. porny I mean, the thing is, like, I think we don't want to admit it. And I think it's, again, a good thing that we're not in a place in society where we're like, she's fucking batshit. But I think, like, we're all saying that in our rooms, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, she's totally seems really off. And I hope she's okay. And I really hoped, I remember when the book was about to come out, I was like, I really hope she does, like, a sit-down interview or, like... And she didn't read her book, like, for the audio book like fucking uh, michelle williams read it oh my god you guys are really williams? unaware yeah yes, i know you guys. I saw michelle I saw williams not That's beyonce's so michelle williams oh, michelle okay. williams That's... dawson's creek michelle okay. williams okay oh gosh i love dawson's creek i'm restarting it literally tonight <laughs> i can't wait <laughs> so she read it and then she did no press which made it makes you think like it's a decision to like you know not put her out there you right know? it's like it makes you think she didn't write it like so no i know i've done like my you know kind of like behind the scenes she did write i mean they all get help like yeah. celebrities that write books yeah. like it definitely is her and her story and her voice but i think it's like no one's gonna take a risk that britney spears will be in public right now like yeah. i just don't think and it's sad to me and i said this before like on my show like how sad is it that at like 30 something or is she 40 something already 
She's 40 something. She might be low 40s. Yeah. She's young though, right? Yeah, that's still young. Her career shouldn't be over. Like her public facing career shouldn't be over. And I feel like it's sad that it, that she can't be public facing. Like what happened to her? I know. Well, more so than her career deteriorating, her brain deteriorating. I mean, she just, she needs medication, but you know, that's for her doctor. I'm sure she's getting some, but like, I don't know if the right, the right. Yeah. Stuff, yeah, I, I just looked. She's 42. Okay. And the right people surrounding young. her, like, you don't know. You don't know. Yeah, therapy, all the things. You, you, there's, oh, yeah, it could be so many things. I always say, too, like, if I was, you know, who am I to say being in that that position? But if I had made that much money and have that much loyalties that are just like passive income, I'd throw my phone in the ocean and travel the world with my family and never do anything else, you know, like you, you, think know, you would though. But when you've been addicted yeah. to a certain level of attention, you, you don't yeah. just lose that. Yeah, I guess. And I think it's like also like the accomplishment accomplishments and the, you know, ha- having things to do is really nice and being busy is really nice. But I don't think she wants to work. But I again, I don't think she's in the right headspace. Yeah. To yeah. like really yeah. do anything. But at least she I mean, she is like a New York Times bestseller, you know? Yeah. Good yeah. for her. Yeah. So, okay, what do you have in store for the holidays? I'm going to Mexico, hence the spray tan. Ooh, where? And that's it. Cancun. Oh, my God. Is there, like, a special event? A wedding, was it? No. No. Just just for shits and gigs? Just for shits and gigs and getting out of the city. I'm so funny. Noah's, I thought his, like, winter break was now. So, I actually... (laughs) Well, you moms, like, you get it. I scheduled this vacation before his winter break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now he's so gonna like, be so now he's gonna be now off he's for, home a week for a month when you're gonna have him. Yeah. Right, he's home for a month. Yeah, how stupid. Yeah, it I mean, oh, that'll be so like fun that. though. But I love fun, yeah. Mexico. Have you been before? Yeah, yeah I've been to Puerto Vallarta. Oh, yeah, <laughs> which is different. Great accent. But I'm excited. Thank you. I could do it. I could do a real one. I just don't want to show off. So yeah, I'm excited. Amazing. Awesome. Well, we hope you have a wonderful Hanukkah, which starts on Friday. We've learned. Yep. <laughs> if you guys don't know, <laughs> first candle, motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you so much for talking to us. I mean, oh, you God. are just this was a dream. So for me, inspirational. So I really appreciate it. And uh, we've so learned a little fun. bit, at least about pop culture, since we're we are just so yeah. ignorant. It is. You've, you've it taught is us Timothy how little we know. Chalet, not Jonathan Chalet. So I I'm learned here something. Chalet. Chalamet. Chalamet. Well, you know. Just, just work- stop. Just stop. <laughs> I'm just I'm working on it, guys. I'm gonna go get my sweater. Oh my after god! This, all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm here you so for much, you. Amanda. Thank you. It was so much fun. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.